Welcome to Uphill Conversations, your ride-along partners for your emerging future. Everything in life worth having is uphill. You can't go uphill with downhill habits. It's time for another show. Are you ready to be inspired? Well, hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of Uphill Conversations. I am your host, Tim, and I'm so glad you could join me today as you are living your life and heading toward your emerging future. Hopefully you are eliminating any downhill habits and canceling out all and any agreements with limiting beliefs. And yes, it is true. You can be more, do more, and have more. So, hey, how's it going? Hope you guys are all out there doing well. I am in the southeast and dealing with the weather that went from 70 plus degrees raining and today a chilly chilly day just the weird weather of the south so um beautiful place to live but man the weather can flip on you um on a dime so i know the my friends up north where i'm originally from they are getting hit with their fourth storm so um hey shout out to you guys love you i do miss the snow but man i'm glad i'm not having to deal with that and also on another note, um, hopefully your bracket isn't busted if you are participating in any kind of NCAA March Madness. I love March Madness, man. It's just great. I said it um, on episode before this one, which this is episode 82, that um, I'm pulling for Villanova. And so, so, so far, so good. We'll see what happens here as they move into the Sweet 16. So, hey, we'd love for you to continue to stay in touch. And please do so at uphillconversations.co. You can find all the social connections there. Um, also, if you know someone that would make a great guest on the show, just right on the homepage, scroll down just a wee bit, and you will see be a guest on the show. You can submit yourself or someone else, and I'll get back to you. You can always connect there as well by shooting just a, hey, got a question or things I'm interested in, and I will get back to you. Um and then also, if you would, and be a friend, check out, um, it's where I do all my coaching from. It's called Uphill Strategies. You can go to uphillstrategies.co, and um, it, it, you'll be able to just learn more about what I do as a leadership coach and business coach and um, just a personal uh, coach for entrepreneurs. But hey, if you go to youtube.com and look up Uphill Strategies, and um, I just launched it, but I'm going to start putting a whole bunch of content on there. And my thing that I'm starting with right now is um, I was thinking, do I want to put speaking stuff and other events where I spoke? And I'm like, nah, I'm going to hold off on that. So there is one speaking video on there where I do something that I enjoy doing, which is uh, um, basically it's a blessing uh, for a room full of people who are business people to come together and unite with a creed. So I put that together um, that's on there. But weekly, you will see something called, um, thank God it's Monday or hashtag TGIM. So you could even do a search that way as well. But just TGIM, thank God it's Monday, and I just do a two to three minute little chat to motivate, inspire, and get you cranking for your week. Um, so I take a quote or something or a thought that I have and try to give you some takeaways that will say, hey, it's Monday, man. Instead of dragging into your Monday, step into your Monday because you set yourself up the days prior to that Monday to live an extraordinary and fabulous life. So that's um, real simple. The website for the company is uphillstrategies.co. And if you just go to YouTube and type in Uphill Strategies or just um, 
my name, Tim Pecoraro, or hashtag TGIM, you should be able to find it there. But hey, man, I have a great guest today who has been just very wonderful for this show. From the very beginning when I started out and some of my great, great guests that I've had from you know, uh, you know all reaches of this wonderful planet of ours, um, this individual, she has been just great at sending just wonderful guests to the show. Well, she's been building her brand for a while now, and she's been just doing the work, um, living in um, South Asia, uh, just really leveraging relationship and building a network through the digital and virtual world. And um, I've always believed that because of how this world is is going and where it's headed, we need to learn how to build relationships um, when we are geographically separated. Take advantage of these tools, but you really can build great, meaningful relationships that are founded on trust and really knowing someone and being authentic and real. Um, but this is what um, my guest today has done. Her name is um, Nasima Parveen. And um, she is just a great coach, a great de- a business development person. But her story, I love her story. And she talks about her passion. She talks about major challenges she's had to overcome. I mean, she's actually never left her country. And what's really cool is in the episode, she reveals her first out-of-country trip where she wants to go. And I thought it was awesome out of everywhere in the world to pick, which I think is the cool place that she picked. But her first choice, you just wouldn't think that's going to be first. So, um, and she wants to go somewhere that I would like to one day go, but, um, but also just what she's doing to continue her, her continue to improve herself. Um, and then also just how to leverage the quality of the clients that she has to improve herself and grow. But man, it's a great conversation. So um, I appreciate all of you. Um, always remember, you can go to iTunes and Stitcher and rate and review the show. Uh, that would be incredible. I also have um, uh, several books I'm about to start posting to give away. Please be looking for those posts so that you can claim a copy of some great authors um, and the things that they're writing and the value. Um, and these are guests that have been on the show and the value they will add to your life when you read their books and apply what it is that they're sharing with you. So without any further delay, let's jump into this wonderful conversation I had with Nasima Parveen. Welcome to the show, Nasima. How are you doing today and how's everything going in your world? Thank you for having me, Tim. I'm great. How are you today? I'm doing well thus far and hopefully it'll stay that way. <laughs> you know how things can go. <laughs> So what what's going on in your world? What's new with you? Okay, awesome. As far as uh, in my business, I have start. I have. I'm really excited about doing something really new, which I have been self sabotaging for the past one year, and that's uh, doing a live stream. So I have started off doing live streams on my Facebook. That's exciting, and life goes on as usual. Well, that is wonderful to hear. Live streaming is fun. I'm, I've been uh, toying with the idea of doing it. I've just started posting some new videos called uh, TGIM. Thank God it's Monday. And what I do is I do little snippet videos about two to three minutes long, inspiring people. I usually find a quote 
or something uh-huh. and just kind of put it in there. But I haven't done it yet live, which I'm looking to do a few of those in the future. But that's very, uh, uh, I probably need to hear more about what you're doing or check some of yours out so I can learn from you since you're already into it. <laughs> okay, awesome. You can check my page as well. I have my business page. That's Nasima Parveen International. And I have a personal page as well. Okay. Well, I'll so check. Go ahead. You can see live streams on both of them. Excellent. Excellent. So why don't you tell the listeners a little bit about your background? Like, like what, what are you currently doing? Like when you talk about your business, um, so tell us a little bit about your business and about yourself, your, your passions, things that, you know, wake you up in the morning, what gets you going, what drives you. So, um, just you and about your business. Okay, fine. So I'm uh, literally passionate about helping people and particularly women entrepreneurs thrive in this digital economy uh, using my content writing and social media brand building skills. So the one thing that I'm really, really passionate about is to help people creating opportunities. One thing I about me which I would really like to mention is when I was graduated right from university then I had a hard time finding a job because I had to finance myself and my little brother as well for his educational expenses and I tried quite hard to find a job and I was really unable to find the sort of job I was searching for and then I stepped into this digital economy and started providing my skills to the people globally and then since then I'm really passionate about helping youth finding opportunities online and helping businesses thrive online. So that's little about me. That's great. And, you know, so the, I'm very intrigued by the digital space um, as a, as a leadership coach and a business coach. Um, a lot of my work, I end up being in the room with the people. I'm literally in the room and, mm-hmm. and, and, but that's also limiting a lot of times. Now I do understand there's nothing greater than the power of human connection. Um, but you can also still connect in the virtual space and in digital world, you can still do that. Um, and that is something that I'm moving a lot of the things that I do as a coach and helping businesses and individuals moving into online, um, whether it's speaking via, you know, Skype or a conference call set up or on video and helping people still develop and grow. To me, there's a great advantage that's not, it's not so cost prohibitive and, and it, you, you can literally just get to the work and connect and still build relationships with people around the world. I feel like you're starting where I believe the advantage is. The advantage is to me um, being able to use the tools that are available, keep your costs down, and really give people value by connecting with them and building relationship. But here's the thing, Nasima. So many people feel like when you are in this digital or virtual world that you lose connection. What do you say about that? Hmm, yeah, to, um, to some extent you are right. But the one thing that we really, really have to understand is 
each connection is unique and we have to deal them as humans not just numbers because i have seen so many businesses and entrepreneurs who are telling like they have thousands of clients and they have hundreds and thousands of clients but i don't really uh, believe in that statement as long as you are considering them and dealing them like humans you have more uh, more stronger connections than you can even think of we have many clients like so for example i have a client with whom we used to have a one time get together once a year where all the team members uh, come together and celebrate the team so this is a it's a thing which for which you need to think a little bit differently for some people they may feel like they they lose connections but it's not always the same so years ago people you know 50 60 years ago even longer than that that they would write a letter and there was something powerful in writing that letter and you wanted to hear from someone um they had terms like pen pal uh, you could write to someone that you didn't really know. You didn't have a face. There was no photo. But you built a relationship through communication. So now we have the advantage of being able to connect with people, no longer waiting. I mean, it's right at the click of a button with the technology that we have available to us. So with that in mind, knowing that we're not looking for thousands and thousands of connections, which you know you can have them, but when it comes to building real relationships, and being able to even grow a business or serve people with those real relationships, how would you advise people on how to cultivate better relationship, um, even though you're a world away from each other through um, digital um, um, channels in, in, in the virtual space? Yeah, that's, that's interesting. The one thing I would like to mention is you have to be you. You do not need to manufacture your message because if you start manufacturing your message, then you are not going to have those kind of connections, real connections in this virtual space. Because I have seen so many people manufacturing their message. If you represent yourself as you and be you, then you will obviously have great connection in this virtual space. That's very Just present yourself as you create some content that that shows your skills, create some content around your vision and what you are really passionate about. Only then you can have amazing connections around the globe. That's great, Vice. I love that. Don't manufacture your message, you know, or don't manufacture yes. a persona. Or, you know what I mean? Be that real yeah, person. Right. Oh, that's so good. That's so rich. I like that. Well, let me ask you, you. What, what, what advantages? Okay, so think you have the opportunity to do both. And we're going to go, I'm going to go back here in a minute to what you said earlier on how you discovered this digital space for yourself. But what, what advantages do you see in the digital space for yourself? But what are some of the disadvantages as well that you see in working in you know digital channels in in, in the virtual space? Okay, so one thing, if you are really looking forward to have a really secure future where you are like having your health benefits 
benefits or jobs paid, paid vacations then this case is not literally for you the disadvantages of working virtually is there is no job security no paid vacations no health insurance no employer benefits and you have to really work hard because you are paid for the hours you worked until and unless you are into a passive passive income business or a network marketing wow that's i mean that's a lot to think about and so if you're truly not if you're just thinking of it as an idea to do it and it sounds cool that's probably not that's probably not uh, uh the best way to make the decision to step into that world yeah that's right You've got to be more thoughtful about it. And it really needs to be tied to yourself. So let's go into that because earlier you had mentioned, you know, you you couldn't find work and you were taking care of your brother and and paying for things and there was a lot of demand on you. And so that pushed you. Talk about your drive inside of you because it sounds to me as if, you know, you're very mindful, you're very... Um, family, your brother, it mattered to you about not just what you wanted to do, but also being able to support and help him as well. There's a drive in you. Talk about that drive a little bit inside, because obviously you're in this space. And you, as you said, there's no benefits. There's no retirement plan. <laughs> there's like, I mean, you are the person you've got to, you've got to put in the time if you want to be paid and there's no guarantee. So talk about your yeah. personal drive. Where did that come from? It, was it always in you? Um, how did you get to the point where you were like, I'm going to not only do this, but I'm going to make this my life? Okay, perfect. So the thing was, when I, was, uh, when I faced that situation, then I literally had uh, thinking about uh that there there are many people out there and i know them personally as well they do they do suffer and do they do have the problems which i have suffered from and then i stepped into this uh industry and then and it really pushed me to go forward and currently i'm really helping few other of uh, my juniors whom i'm training to work online as well so the thing i want to achieve is i don't want anybody else to have the same problems i used to have because this digital economy has so many opportunity you just need to understand its importance so that there are many uh, there are many opportunities that they unfold themselves in front of you just using internet and all you have to need is an internet and a laptop to current to connect with people around the globe so what obstacles in that when you're connecting with them as far as so what would you say is the hardest thing knowing it's your passion you're even training others to do it um, you know, you, you knew that you had a purpose. There was a goal. You were going to support yourself. You were helping your brother. Um, what was the hardest thing about stepping into it? What were some barriers or obstacles that you faced when you first, when you did your first reaching out, maybe for the six, first six months to a year, what challenges and obstacles did you face and how did you overcome them? 
Uh, yeah, in terms of the uh, work, the, the most challenging thing was to earn trust because there are so many people out there whom we have, haven't ever met in person and they are going to send you uh, money or what whatsoever in, for the services you pay. So it's really hard and it's really challenging to earn trust. For that, you really have to even stay awake till four o'clock or five o'clock five o'clock in the morning because all you have to do is to make them sure and to make them realize that yes you are there for uh, you are always there to help them out in growing in this digital economy these are the challenges which i faced in terms of business and in terms of my personal life uh, one of the most uh, challenge i faced was making my parents realize this, that this is something which can be done because I belong to a family which is sort of like following up the uh, for following the traditional path so uh, sending kids to amazing school and prestigious universities in the country and then uh, they want to see us uh, going to a nine to five job and particularly my mother who is not really well educated it was really, really, really hard to make her realize that this is something which is really going to pay me back in uh, in future and currently as well, because I have worked so much hard to make them realize that, yes, it is working. And finally, I am able to earn their trust as well. So that was a process. It took a while. So it's it, earning tr trust is on that business side with a person you don't know who is going to exchange money for your service. But then growing up in a traditional mindset um, in your family that you you go to, you get a great education, you get this job, and this is what you do. And it took some convincing and some demonstrating. Um, so in that challenge. Let's look at the personal side, if you don't mind. On that challenge, what was it like when, because I know when you and I had a, we had a conversation the other day, you had mentioned, you know, being able to, you know, earn the trust in order to grow your amount that you can charge. So in a sense, it almost felt like you're almost, you know, you're good enough, but you don't have their trust. So you could almost devalue yourself, but as a strategy, you have to be careful not to devalue yourself and stay at those low prices when you're getting started. You have to start there and then continue to grow it. So how long did it take you, especially knowing you're, you're earning your trust, like what you said with your mom, for especially with her, where she's like having to understand what you're doing and that it would really pay you well in the long run. How long did it take you to get from that man, I'm just doing it right now to earn trust. I make a little money to eventually I have trust and I can get the money I'm deserve. I deserve. Yeah, it took me quite a long time. It took me almost uh, one and a half years mm. to do that because, uh, yeah, I know that I can provide the same level of, if not the same, but equally same level of services 
to the people around the globe. But there is also a mindset that uh, in this uh, digital economy, people consider that uh, uh, the, all the freelancers or the people who are working in this virtual world who belong to the developing countries, particularly Asian countries, uh, they charge far less than the Western countries. So therefore, the clients with whom we do work, they also are not willing to pay us that much, which they, they actually do in their native countries. So, for example, the last day I was uh, uh, talking to one of my clients who, with whom I worked back two years back and since I have raised my charges, and she was saying like, Oh, Nasima, I remember you were charging this much less, but still I can see you have raised your uh, rates. Why is it so? Uh, then I said that actually I have built my team and therefore I'm building my business and thus I have raised my charges. So it really, uh, it really is challenging and it really took me almost one and a half years to... Uh, to in order to make uh, sure that I'm earning enough money and I'm charging my clients enough according to my services. And that's actually putting the value on yourself and knowing what you're doing. Yeah. And I'm interested about that conversation because, you know, they say, hey, I noticed you raised your prices. And then you explain that, hey, I've got a team now. I'm growing my business. And that's going to that there's more cost associated with that. I can't maintain the same rate, provide extraordinary service and grow my client base if I just keep it at this price. So that's that's business sense. You can't do that. But but you you seem to be very clear on that and communicating that. What was that like for you the first time you had to do that? Was it hard? Did you cuz a lot of people that's a scary conversation. You're you're telling someone I've got to raise the price on you and you may face some mm-hmm. fears and things like that. How did you put that in check? How did you keep your value where it needed to be and not allow fear to take over that they may say no? Because uh, you see you are providing your services in a great way, in the most satisfactory way. And as as long as you're building solid business relationships, they are going to say, okay, at the end, because obviously that they need people whom they can uh, trust and they need people who can deliver uh, great services to them. So I was confident that that I'm doing well. I was confident about my services. And then, therefore, I told them that, yes, if you need my services, and then if you need quality services, then I have to raise my uh, rates just because my team is, I'm building my team. Right. And, and let me, if you don't mind me asking this question, because, you know, my family, both sides of my family, I mean, Everyone pretty uh-huh. much, especially in the in the United States, I mean, everybody's an immigrant. I mean, that's what I mean, that's how okay. the US was built. But let me let me ask you this, and and I say this with the utmost of respect because I'm curious, what does that you know, I believe, you know, you want to find the right deal. You know, my rule is if say I wanna, you know, get a a car or a computer, you know, I want to uh-huh. get the best value and I wanna look at that, right? But 
but what does that do? How do you feel knowing that a lot of people want what you have to offer, you know, being in another country, or even as you said, in most, you know, Asian, you know, in, in, in Asian nations and countries, and, and they say, you're talented enough, but I want the deal. I want that low deal. How does that make you feel when you see that challenge and that mindset? And, and what do you do to overcome that? Because you could easily just get angry about that. You could be like, well, you want my service, you want my quality, you want this, but yet you, you don't want to pay me what I'm worth. How do you overcome that? And once again, it's not to at all, I mean, the quality is there, everything is there, but people just view it as I can just get it cheaper if I just, just go to them, get their extraordinary service, pay less, and I can profit more. Yeah, this is an interesting question. So for this, in order to overcome this, although I have overcome this for to some extent, but in order to overcome it to a larger extent, what I am doing currently is I'm trying to build my personal brand. So I have started, like, apart from doing hourly work, I have started started uh, started coaching people. And then doing live streams, going on to the shows so that people can have more of trust. And once they will be able to know that, yes, this is something really going to be considered or this is a brand name, which is really uh, I mean, which has really, which has really, uh, which is really providing great services. Then I, I will obviously will push my uh, rates higher. Uh, apart from that, uh, I'm really unable to find what else do I need to do. But I, obviously, I will be working hard in order to make make that happen. And I think that's great. And it's working hard. And I love that you, you, you're not allowing yourself to just say, well, this is just the way it is. I have to just deal with it like that. I like how you're saying, wait a minute. And earlier you said this a bunch, there's so much opportunity. So your vision is on yeah. the, is working with the opportunity, not in the limitation. So that's a, that's a yeah, big that's mindset right. change. That's, that's mindset shift. So knowing that that is your mindset, um, how do you help other people improve their mindset, whether they're in the same situation as you, or maybe their, their particular problems, they're different, but yet it's still a mindset challenge because you have to put your eyes on the opportunity, what your passion is what your message is, who you are, and how you show up. And that's where your focus needs to be, not on what you don't have. You have to look at what you do have. So how do you help others concentrate, focus on, change their mind, get a, get a growth mindset to, to advance themselves via the avenues of opportunity instead of getting stuck behind limitations? Yeah, that's a great question. So what I actually do is, uh, in an environment where I'm living, everybody wants me to go for a, a 
conventional lifestyle like they really ask me go go and get a real job what are you doing literally on a computer but in an online world um what i do actually is i am offering so for example i use i used to offer a course a free course in order to help them grow their business online a five week challenge or something like that but in my in in an offline in an offline uh, environment what i do is i try to convince people as much as i can but at the end of the day what i can actually do is i can convince them and i ask them to um to and i ask them to connect with me if they really want my help in order to understand what how and uh, in which way this digital economy really works and when you so with that and and as you're you know taking that message out there into the world what does that do for your confidence how is that helping you because there's you know i'm a person that believes theories are good but evidence is better so a mm-hmm. lot of people are walking around with so theoretically speaking or my theory is right as a you know and my next question when someone tells me about their theory is i say what evidence do you have mm-hmm. and to me you're gaining a lot of evidence right what is that doing for your confidence as you're engaging in this space how has it helped you to grow this challenge of moving into digital space and in the virtual world and 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 actually creating your livelihood and not only that having a conduit or an avenue for your your gifts skills and passion to manifest how how has it helped you to grow and gain evidence beyond a theory that this will work okay i was i was a kind of person who was literally uh, i mean i was a shy kind of person and i could not even post a status or write something on my facebook wall just because of the reason that people will make fun of me the reason behind that was english is not my native language and i am not a native english speaker i speak urdu i live in pakistan but i learned english and currently i am i do really coach people who with whom i speak in english i do make posts on all the all on my website on on all other my social media i really engage people on there i i, I have conversation with people online through messaging or through calls and video chats this is this has all, all helped me to be a really confident one i'm i mean i'm a confident nasima and i used to be a shy one earlier that is great i love it a confident nasima <laughs> that's how you should sign your emails <laughs> signed a confident nasima <laughs> that is great though because there are a lot That's of there funny. there are a lot of people with that don't have those limitations and yet they lack confidence and i think a lot of it is is because they're not really focusing on what they could possibly manifest but i love the fact that you have a vision yeah you see something and i i'm still i'm going to repeat this again but 
I hear too many conversations when I sit with someone, a client, and I'm coaching them or in a business. And what you hear is, as soon as you start talking about their idea with them or trying to explore that, asking questions, you always get a limitation or some sort of excuse or an alibi. It's because their mind is on what they don't have, what they do not possess, to possess. But you, what I like is you're not selling what you don't have. You're selling what you do have and what you believe about yourself. So I applaud you for that. A confident Nasima. I love that. (laughs) That's great. Thank you. Thank you. Well, let me ask you this question. Um, How do you, so in your work, because I know like I've had the privilege of, you've sent some great guests to this show. And I, and I even talked to you about, you know, working with you in capacities in other areas that you and I discussed. Um, and, in because I really like the way you work and what you do. Um, and, and for me, because I do have a growth mindset and I'm very open-minded and I want to learn. And I think that there are extraordinary gifts that are out there in the world that either we don't know about, um, or we just won't take the step to investigate because we lack curiosity. I want to ask you about curiosity. How has curiosity helped you in engaging just so many different people uh, in the clients that you've developed? How's curiosity, um, what's it like for you and how has it helped you? Okay, so I'm really, um, I'm actually really curious about how people can have abundance both in their lives and then business. And I'm really trying to explore as many things as they can. So you said that I I sent so many amazing guests on your show. So I was really trying and I, I was really helping, trying to help my clients, my uh, amazing clients to find more opportunities online and how they can actually connect with the rest of the world in order to have have more abundance in their life and business and then share the same with the rest of the world and rest of the connections. That's, so that's I'm that's what really I'm curious about. I just want everybody to shine through their life. That is so good. And that is so unselfish. And I love that because it's not about you, you. It's not about you just showing up and going, hey, look at me. It's hey, look at them. That's what you do. Like yeah. the service you provide is elevating your client. And um, I I have um, marketing and advertising background too. I have a company that does that, um, that I started years and years ago and it's still here today. And, um, and I would see people and they would be like, Hey, uh, what have you done? Like, in other words, what, what, what's your work? I haven't seen, I didn't even know you existed. They would say, and I would, and I would uh-huh. name off the clients and I would say, have you seen this advert? Have you seen, um, this, uh, individual? Have you seen this business? Have you seen, um, you know, this story being told or this service or product being provided? And they would say, yes. And I would say, okay, then you've seen me because my goal was, if you've seen them, then you've seen me. That's what I've done. 
And it's not about me being seen. I'm not the hero here in the story. The client is the hero, not me. Yeah, it makes sense. It makes perfect sense. Well, let me ask you um, one more question here about um, in, in your relationship with your clients. How do you leverage because you're building you have a quality base of clients like like some of the ones that you've sent like I know who they are what they do and they are they are high quality and for what you've done all the way you know where you are in Pakistan from in serving people in Bali and New Zealand and Australia in the United States like you have like great clients and they're extraordinary, in my opinion, um, the ones that I'm aware of, that I know that I've, I've been able to engage. Um, but what are some of the biggest things you've learned from them? As you were serving and doing your work, what are things through by, by virtue of the relationship, because of what you did working with them, because we should be able to receive back not just you know monetary things, what are some of the intangible things beyond money that you have gained from from working with such great people? Yes. So the first thing that we really need to understand is we really have to put ourselves in the client's shoes or the other person's shoe so that we can provide the same level of services and the respect they would expect from us. So once we do that, they are really open in sharing their message and sharing whatever their resources and sharing whatever their knowledge with us. So once I'm able to provide the kind of services they expect, from me, they obvious, I obviously will have access to all the resources. So, for example, all those clients whom I have, I'm working with, I do have access to their, the coaching uh, courses and the rest of stuff, which they provide to the rest of the world for many dollars, for hundreds of dollars, for thousands of dollars. So what I am actually on the benefit side is I get all those coaching uh, coaching courses or mentoring sessions for free, so which are amazing, tangible things that I get in return back. Mm. It's really amazing and it really helps me grow. Wow. And the challenges that they give to you. Um because you're the clients that I'm aware of, the ones that I know that I've, like I said, have had contact with and worked with, they're like, they're high energy people. They are like, they have big vision too. And I think it speaks a lot. It speaks very highly of their trust that they have with you, that you're going to be able to keep pace with them. So what do you do mm-hmm. to, to continue to improve yourself? You know, I tell people, would you rather be best or better? And I feel like you're not trying to be best. You're always trying to be better and keep up. So what are some things that you do to continually or to continuously improve yourself? So you're, what is your process of getting better? Like some things that you would share on how do you invest in yourself to continue to get better? So the one thing that I would really do is to be able to work with those high energy clients who really have to uh, understand and consume their content as well. 
until and unless we don't understand their vibe and until and unless we don't understand what they really want to achieve we are not going to literally uh, cope with them or be able to work for them so the first thing is understanding their message they are born to share with the world until and unless you don't understand what your client is clients are going to uh, going to have or going to achieve you are not going to provide the same sort of services they expect you from you so all i had to do is to really so for example one thing i would like to mention with with one of my clients when I, when i started working all i did was to go through to her profile and read two of her books which were already published and i said hey uh, see i i know what are you doing and i'm really passionate about what you do and i'm really uh, ready and i would really love to help you out with that as well and i'm really uh, passionate about helping you uh, push you forward so what we have to do really is to understand what is the need of your clients and what is the unique message of your client this will help you really uh, get better and better day by day that's great and so your in observation is great learning listening getting a a better understanding of who they are and how they show up as well because we can't make it just about who we are and how we show up. Yeah. We have to yeah. we have to learn to blend our knowledge, our skills, our gifts, who we are with theirs. But at the mm. but at the same time not try to direct them but work with them, to collaborate with them. Collaboration is so important in in that space. So when it comes to collaboration, how have you how have you improved in in that understanding? Or have you always just been a person that hey, I collaborate great. I know for me it's a muscle I've had to exercise. I've had to improve on that muscle uh to uh, to be able yeah, to better I collaborate. It. I get it. So so for you, how have you strengthened your ability to collaborate? Okay. it is like uh, once i'm able to understand their message i would really uh, give them new ideas give them new strategies in order to help them grow because as long as we are working on new things or we are bringing in new ideas into their business they are going to help us and they are going to have more of the um more trust on you and they are really looking forward to have more business relationships with them so for example one of my client uh, was uh, not really active on all the social media platforms so what i actually did was i uh, i coached through i coached her through all how she can use this amazing opportunity to build her brand because before that i all i already had a book written which was uh, which was around how you can build your brand on social media so what i actually do in that space is i help them to understand new ideas because in this digital economy it's really 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 important that you understand the new trends that are emerging and i really help my clients to do that Uh, many of my clients really don't know uh, uh, about that uh, 
Snapchat. So I had to tell them, yes, Snapchat is something that you should use in order to build your business. And few of them don't really have an uh, have understanding about another tool that's called Reddit, which really helps to grow your YouTube channel. And then I had to tell them, yeah, there is something that really helps you to grow your YouTube channel as well. So that's how uh, I really collaborate them. And I'm not the one who says like, no, this is the way this has to do, but. I have to really uh, collaborate them with uh, with and with understanding what are the new trends in this digital economy. If this makes sense, yes, it does. And so basically, you're saying, "Hey, I know this is where you want to go. Let me show you what I've discovered or I know," and then you yeah. share with them how it applies to the direction of where they're going. And in it's more of an offering. It's not saying, well, this is what you have to do or it won't work. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You actually collaborate and you, you say, yeah. we're working together on this. And once again, trust is um, the glue, I think, that holds it all together um, in order for that to be a successful partnership and relationship. That's right. So let me ask you, I got two questions for you as we wrap up here. The, the, the uh, first one is, what are three things that you are optimistic about over the next 12 months? They can be personal or professional. Three things you are optimistic about. Okay, the first one is getting more confidence and doing amazing live streams, literally. And I have been looking forward to uh, do this for past one year, and I was really self-sabotaging. I did mention it earlier as well. I really, really, really want to be an amazing uh, um, uh, public speaker, but for that, in the first 12 months, Obviously, at least I will be uh, an amazing person to do live streams right away, sharing my message with the world. First one. And the second one is I'm really looking forward to expand my team. And the third one is I'm really looking forward to have a trip out of my country because I haven't ever, ever traveled out of Pakistan. Oh, Wow. That's an exciting. That's a good if the, one. If if you are going to ask the question, which place it would be? That's going to be Thailand. Oh wow! Because I love natural beauty. Wow, that's gonna be great. That hey, that's a great first choice to go. <laughs> I've never been, but I've had lots of friends that have been there, and they say it is amazing. So. That is great. Yeah. I appreciate you sharing those. And let me ask you um, um, the, the last question that, um, that I have. When it comes to, you know, the show is called Uphill Conversations, and I let everybody know that anything worth having is uphill, but you can't go uphill with downhill habits. Yeah. Uh, what downhill habits have you eliminated that you have? Because we all have them because we're, we all have things that we need to improve and, and change and, and see transformation in our lives. So could you share a downhill habit that you had <laughs> that just maybe, you know, like, <laughs> Oh, you know, I don't know if I want to say this, but what was a downhill habit that you had that you knew you had to eliminate and you had to make changes that you'd be willing to share 
on, that you've had on your uphill journey toward building your, your business and your personal life? Okay. While living in a, a space where we don't really stick to a single environment, while living a location-free lifestyle, so for example, I used to move from here to there, and then sometimes I'm back in city, and then I, then few times I'm in town. So what was what actually uh, the down habit was? Do I really used to consider comments and the arguments people really throw on you just because of the reason that you are no more into nine to five job? People would say do you uh, really work or you don't uh, even work? The, and I used to take really influence of those comments, but I'm uh, now I'm so much confident that I have, whenever I uh, receive such comments from people, I just smile and step back and I don't really take them on my heart. And it, it really used to hurt me when people uh, throw comments over me. Mm. Like saying, uh, no, you are not, uh, you should do go and get a real job and you should be doing this, you should be doing that. And it was really hard and now it has become my strength that I am uh, able to really not consider such comments. That is great. And I appreciate you sharing that because that's a hard thing to share. It's very difficult for some people to just admit that yeah. they're they're letting other people design their life for them. You know, and that's not that's mm -hmm. not good because that's contrary to who you are as a human being, especially those comments that they're just saying this is what you should do. It's so harmful and it could keep you in a very very yeah. bad place for a long time if you don't change it. Yeah. Well, that is great. Well, Nasima, what's the best place or places that you would say to people you would like them to learn more about you and connect with you? Uh, they can uh, they can go onto my website. That's nasima.parveen.com. And they can follow me on social media. I'm on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. Well, this has been fun. And I, I really am I'm enjoying getting to know you. And um, I know that you and I will talk um, offline on other occasions. But thank you. This has been great. It was great conversation. I, I really liked it. Thanks for having me. <laughs> great. Well, this has been another episode of Uphill Conversations. Always remember, you can be more, do more, and have more. Your reasons for being, doing, and having are for you to figure out and for no one else. Your current condition does not match your emerging future. It never will. And anything worth having is uphill. However, you cannot go uphill with downhill habits. But most importantly, you will see people like me and Nasima on the hill. You've been listening to Uphill Conversations. If you'd like to hear more, subscribe to the show at uphillconversations.co. See you on the hill.